0: Greetings once again in the name of Jesus Christ I want to thank God for the opportunity uh, Which I have today That I'm standing before you to share with you the word of God And I'm always excited when we, when uh, each time I come here to Poundland Free Church Because um, We came here for the first time in 2002 and I was also here two years ago. This is my third time and the second time for my wife, Snolia. And every time we come here, we come to United Kingdom, we always uh, look at this church as our home church in England. So we are very, very grateful for that. And today... We are going to share from the passage which um, Dave has just uh, read And the theme of my sharing is building on the strong foundation Building on the strong foundation In the passage which we have just read Jesus speaks about two types of people Namely the wise and the fool and the foolish the wise is said to be the one who builds his house on the rock while the foolish is one who builds his house on the sand. This is how Jesus is differentiating the two people, one as a wise person and the other one as a foolish person and he further talks about the importance of building on the solid foundation the question which we possibly need to ask first is what is the foundation I believe all of us know what the foundation is but maybe a simple definition of a foundation is uh, a substance on which a building or structure is built a foundation is very very important foundation of a house or good foundation of a house is very very important for two reasons number one it determines the size of a house the bigger the house the deeper the foundation You cannot expect To build a, a, a big house Without Digging a deeper Foundation So it is very Very important For every big house To have A foundation Which is very deep I can is I am One of the people who can easily testify about the effects of building a house without proper foundation. Two years ago in Malawi, we had floods. And because of these floods, so many people lost their houses. Many houses were demolished because of these floods. And yet you also have floods here. I remember, I think it was last year, I read in the newspaper that Yorkshire was very much affected with floods. But I guess no house was demolished. I believe the difference is how we build our houses if you build your house without proper foundation when time of floods come that house can easily collapse so one of the important reasons as to why we need to have a proper or solid foundation is that it determines the size of our house and secondly it also determines the strength of our house. The stronger the house, the stronger the foundation. And I believe it is the same with everything that we do in our life. If we are to talk about marriage, the survival of the marriage is determined On the foundation of that marriage. If you want to start a business... Foundation of that business is very important. If you don't have a proper foundation for your business... That business will not survive. And I believe... The same is true with our spiritual lives. If our lives are to survive... We need a strong foundation. And today... We have got a passage, and this passage comes from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 7. We all know that from chapter 5 to chapter 7 of the Matthew's gospel, Jesus was giving a number of teachings to his disciples. And here is one of the teachings that Jesus was giving. Let's now focus on our passage. We have got only a few verses that we are going to focus on this morning. Verse 24, Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. This is what Jesus is saying. On verse 24. During that time. There was. A debate. Which was. Taking place most of the time. And this debate was among the people. Who used to be called the rabbis. The teachers. Of the law. And the debate was. Based on Which was more important between hearing and doing? People wanted to debate about this question. To know which was more important between hearing and doing. And most of the rabbis were arguing to say that hearing was the most important thing. Because if you don't hear... You cannot do. That was their argument. And now, Jesus is giving a different view to that view which the rabbis had. And his view is that doing is the most important thing. And he is Comparing people who hear the word of God and do them... As he is comparing them to a wise man. And he says this wise man built his house on the proper foundation. If we go to the gospel according to Luke... The Bible tells us that this man dug to the deep until he found that bedrock and he started building from that bedrock. And I believe we all know what Apostle Paul says because in First Corinthians chapter three, verse ten and eleven he argues he argues to say that this foundation which we are talking about is Jesus. And verse 10 and 11 of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 says, By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder. And someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus. So, according to Apostle Paul, he is extending the teaching that Jesus had given. In order to make people aware that when we are talking about this foundation, the foundation that we are talking about is Jesus himself. And, they, and he argues to say that there is no any other foundation. People have tried to build ministries Churches, organizations based on their knowledge, based on their philosophy. But they have failed. People have failed. People have tried to build their ministries because of the wealth they have. But they have failed. Why have they failed? It is because according to Apostle Paul... He is saying the only foundation that we need to focus our work on is Jesus. Jesus is our foundation. Jesus is the foundation of our ministry. Back at home, we have got an area called Nsanje or Chikwawa. If you go down to those areas, you find so many churches. And sometimes people go there with bales of clothes to distribute them to the poor people as a way of trying to entice them to join their church. And within a short period of time, the churches are full. But can we say that this is the real foundation. I believe it is not the real foundation because next time when another person comes to uh, to to plant another church, these same people move from church A to that church D because they are not established on the foundation, on the proper foundation, which is Jesus. Let's come to this. Twenty-five. Verse 25 says The rain came Came down The stream rose And other versions Talks about um, Talks about um, Floods Floods came and the wind blew And beat against That house yet it did Not fall because It had its foundation on the rock now on verse 25 Jesus is talking about three things that came that blew against the house which was built on the rock and he is talking about the rain he is talking about floods And at the same time, he is also talking about wind. And uh, as I was studying this passage, I got an impression. I had an impression. I got an inspiration that these three things that are being talked about in this passage refers to three things. Number one, the rain talks about troubles that come from outside. As we are running our journey, as we are walking our spiritual journey, there are times when our lives face troubles from outside. And these are troubles that are beyond our control. We cannot control them. They just have to come. And they always come against us. I know out there, there are people who always preach prosperity gospel. And they say, the moment you receive Christ, all will be well with you. But I want to challenge you, brothers and sisters, there are troubles. There are trials. There are trying moments that come along our side. And these are the troubles that come from without. Jesus is up, is talking about the rain. Referring to problems which come from without. I believe if we are to go back to the life of the apostles. The 12 apostles after Christ had left. They faced a lot of problems, troubles, persecution which were challenges coming from coming from outside and I'm always very grateful that because their lives were established on the proper foundation they still survive Jesus is also talking about floods And I believe floods refers to worldly desires. And these are the problems that come from within us. Problems that come, that arise from ourselves. And examples of these are our own desire. Sexual desire are some of the examples. These are the problems that come from within ourselves. And as we are walking our spiritual journey, we need to be very mindful of these challenges. Because if we are not established on the proper foundation, we can easily fall. Our house will easily fall. And again, we are also told about the wind. And the wind stands for Saturn himself. There are times when if these two things challenges from without, challenges from outside, or challenges from within ourselves, if they fail, Satan himself can, can, can come to us, or will come to us to tempt us. So that we should end up missing our way. But blessed is, is, is the one whose foundation Is established on Christ. And the Bible is saying the results is talking about the results of this house that it never fell. It did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. This is the situation of our true Christianity, brothers and sisters. If our lives are established on the foundation of Christ, no earthquake, tornadoes, storms, no floods will hit against our life and cause us and, 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 and succeed in making us fall. Because our lives are established on the proper foundation i want to share with you an example of an earthquake which shook the island of guam in the pacific and that was on 8 august 1993 and this earthquake registered 8.1 on the richer scale and it lasted for a minute Buildings were swayed, vehicles moved and the ground appeared as if it was going to open up. Amazingly, injuries were generally minor and no one died. Not even a single house collapsed. Why? It was because the buildings were built on solid foundation. Nearly all buildings, building structures on that island are constructed with reinforced concrete and masonry. So proper foundation is very, very important indeed. I want to challenge all of us this morning that if our lives are founded on the proper foundation, nothing is going to make us fall. Let's come to verse 26. Verse 26 says, But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sun. And now Jesus talks about a foolish man. This foolish man, according to him, is the one who hears the word of God and does not put them into practice. And unfortunately many churches both in Africa as well as here in the West are filled with people that hear the word of God but does not but do not put them into practice. Jesus is challenging all of us to be doers of the word so that we may not be likened to this foolish man who built his house on the sand and verse 27 says the rain came down the streams rose and the wind blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash this is what happens to a person who is not established in the word of God when time of trials and temptation comes you cannot stand. Because your life is built on the sand. Because your life is not built on the proper foundation. It is not built on the solid foundation. It crashes. There is a story about a Christian college which was established in the Philippines in 1964. And this Bible college was built with three, was a three-story building. And after completion of that building, students came and everything was going on. Well, within a few years... The college grew. So many students were coming. And they wanted to expand because the place was too small for expansion. So what they thought was to put three more more buildings on top of the already existing three buildings. Making it a six-story building. And everything seemed to be well. Until 16th July 1990, when an earthquake occurred. And it is said that when this earthquake occurred, even though not many buildings fell in that city, but this building had fallen. And it ended up killing about 154 students and teachers and injuring another 100. And when an investigation was carried out to find why this house had fallen, it was because there is the outcome of the findings was that the foundation of that house was designed to carry the load of three stories. It was not designed to carry a six-story building. There is also another story for my own country, in Malawi, in, in, in the town where I come from. And this is this is about a certain restaurant which is called Keeps. On 17 May 19 uh, 2011 there was an incident about the collapsing of this building. It is said this building was built in 1940s with mud with no proper foundation. And this time around, when uh, the owner of this building realized the importance, uh, realized that he, his business was he, was growing, he wanted to put another floor on top of the existing floor, and yet it had no proper foundation. It was said the officials from city council advised him not to continue, but he continued. And on seventeenth May, twenty eleven this house collapsed and it ended up killing the owner and two other staff members and about 17 people were also injured. This is what happens if a Christian is not built on the proper foundation of Jesus. There are times when if we trying moments, floods come they do not only affect us. But they also affect even people surrounding us. Because our lives were not, were not built on the proper foundation. Brothers and sisters. Proper foundation is very essential for your Christian life if you are to survive, if you are to move forward, if you are to walk in this walk of faith, you must bear in mind that your life must be established on the proper foundation, the foundation which is Jesus. What have we learned from the passage? Three things I want to summarize. Point number one or lesson number one that I'm learning or we are learning from this passage is that every one of us is a builder. Whether we like it or not, we are all builders. And God placed us on this earth to be building something. We are building our lives through what we say. We are building our lives through how we relate with our spouses, how we relate with our children, how we relate with our grandchildren. We are building our lives through how we, we, we negotiate with people. All of us are builders. Lesson number two which we have learned from the passage, not all builders are the same. Some builders are wise, but at the same time, other builders are also foolish. They build their lives on the sun. And lesson number three, every building work will be tested and this is a fact there is no superpower Christian but the fact of the matter is that time comes when God allows us to be tested to be tempted in our Christian life I want to finish my sharing by sharing a story of one of the forefathers Christian forefathers, Bishop Polycarp, whom I believe most of us know. Bishop Policap was a a bishop of a church of Simna. We read about this church in the book of Revelation. You know, chapter 2 and 3 of Revelation talks about those letters to those seven churches. And one of those seven churches Churches was a church of Simna, so Bishop Polika was a was a bishop of that church. He was regarded with much reverence and affection by his flock, and many of them were happy just to have a privilege of removing his shoe as a sign of their respect. Even the pagan, even the pagans of Simna, respected him and described him as the father of christian the destroyer of their gods because he was teaching people not to offer sacrifice to these gods and there arose outbreak of persecution and the 12 christians were condemned to die in the arena and four days it is said four day, three days before the death Polycarp had a dream in which he saw his pillow on fire and believing it was a prophetic he informed the Christians I must be burned alive which caused much alarm and fear and although he still had an opportunity to escape he refused saying God's will be done and when the Roman officials arrived to arrest him he treated them with utmost courtesy and invited them to eat and drink as his guest he asked people that came to arrest him to give him one hour to pray and he spent that time commenting on his friends to God and asking for courage to face that ordeal. When he was ready, they arrested him. And it is said that one of the Roman officials, as they were dragging him, they told him, old man, respect your life. We do not want you to die But for you, for you not to die, there is only one thing that you need to do. You just have to say, Caesar is Lord. And do you know what Polycarp said? Polycarp said, For 86 years, I have been saving my master. And he has never disappointed me. How can I blaspheme against my own master who saved my life? Jesus is my master. Jesus is Lord. And this is what he said. And they tortured him to death. We may not face incident like this one but the truth of the matter is that we are on our spiritual journey and times like this one will come to test the foundation of our faith and if we follow the path of polycarp, our house will be established do you realize that you are a builder if you are how are you building and where are you building on What category of a builder are you? Are you in the category of the wise or the foolish? Are you aware of the fact that every house will have to be tested? May the good Lord help you and me to keep standing on the solid foundation. God bless you. Amen.